What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Do you love What did I just say? You just had a seizure. I just seized out. Did you have a stroke? I guess. Shit. Try that again. Hey, Take everybody. Three. Welcome to Everybody Loves Eamon. I'm your host, Zach Eamon. Wow. That was awful. That was insane. Uh, my guest this week was Nicole Miller. <laughs> What? You're just going to keep going? <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Do that's, it again. No, that's staying in. That's funny. That was awful. That's hilarious. <laughs> I want people to feel me as raw and authentic as possible. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I want people to be like, hey, he's just a normal guy. He makes mistakes because I make plenty. Anyway. True. Um, I guess this week was uh, Nicole Miller, very funny comedian and improv extraordinaire, uh, co-creator of Crayons, the improv troupe. She's cool. She's very nice. Very, very She's nice, really nice lady. I like her. Uh, we have a lot of great conversations. It was a fun episode. She tried to go for the shortest episode ever. Unfortunately, didn't happen. Uh, it's one day someone will break that record. I think Terrell Norton, I talk about it later, but I think Terrell has the longest episode. But it might be Quinn or Landry. Quinn and Landry's episode could be pretty close. I don't know. Those are both very long episodes. But uh, thank you guys for listening. We put out new episodes every Wednesday. Wednesday. We got a week. And then, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. And may I say, um, I'm just guessing these are Charlie's final pop. No, all of these are mine. <laughs> These are all, this is my corner of the nerd. This is my uh, uh, RSU Dodgeball Intramural Champ Trophy. Uh, these are my drinking beads that a buddy Kale gave me a long time ago. We're recording. Hey, everybody. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. We'll keep going. And then these are my pop things. I got a Frozone up there. I got a Deadpool thing. I love it. Uh, Jerry and Mr. Meeseeks. I do have a pop collector in my household, so I'm always looking for pops. Oh, you have a Conan? I do. I have a Conan. Uh, a Conan O'Brien, Conan. Yeah. not a Conan Barbarian. That's yeah. Funny. I also have Drunk Uncle. It's kind of fun. All right. Yeah. I uh, need the- to finish out like my Belcher family. I need to finish them. That's cool. And with that, hey everybody, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show. Everybody loves Zaman. I'm sitting here. With the very funny Nicole Miller. Thank you for saying I'm funny. You are funny. <laughs> One of the few women. No, I'm no. <laughs> That's right. Um, How was your day today? It was a nice day. You know, I stay busy. Yeah? I do. <laughs> um, it's Taco Tuesday. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> that sounds delicious. I made tacos. Yeah. Food is always big. Um, I have three children and I had to keep them alive. That's probably well, tough. Once again, successful. Nice. <laughs> so, talk us through your taco uh, recipe here. What do you? Okay, what do you do? so I'm trying to keep it interesting because we're doing this thing where every Tuesday we're making tacos just yeah. to make my life easier. And to keep so a routine. I, I don't have to think about it like it's tacos, but I don't yeah. want every Tuesday to be the same taco. Yeah. Because that'll be boring. And yeah. uh, so um, you well, sometimes I'll run over to the Mexican market. 
Oh, yeah? And practice my Spanish. <laughs> That's probably fun for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they usually just reply in English. Yeah. but <laughs> They're like, come on. <laughs> this is Tulsa. <laughs> I, I get some of their pork taco. Well, it's um, it's kind of a special meat. Oh, yeah? It's very, very Mexican. <laughs> it's so Mexican that I can't even say it. That's how Mexican it is. <laughs> Unless the sign is right there and I have Google Translate. It's and not then like donkey meat, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, um, it starts with a C. Okay. Sorry. I should have looked that up. And then, um, so that's one, you know, sometimes we'll do that. But today we just did breakfast tacos just oh. to really change it up. Hey, man, breakfast tacos are good. You should do uh, spaghetti tacos sometime. Okay. That sounds really gross. <laughs> so it was a thing on uh, the TV show iCarly back in the day. And, okay. Uh, one night, uh, my girlfriend and I were just like, we're going to make spaghetti tacos. And we did. And it actually isn't bad. Okay, well, I do want to kind of create our own taco. Yeah. Because after, you know, four or five weeks, I'm going to have to start over from the beginning. Yeah, there's only like and, four meals. Yeah. <laughs> but I think something like that. I was thinking meatloaf taco, Ooh. but I we haven't tried that yet. I love meatloaf. And then, <laughs> um, I don't know, something with mac and cheese. I'm not sure. Hmm. Maybe mac and cheese and meatloaf. Be like a, yeah, mac and cheese and hot dog. <laughs> tacos. Yeah. All right. I want some tacos. Yeah. <laughs> I should have brought you some. No, you're fine. You're we, fine. We, yeah, we made our breakfast tacos. And I have to brag, I got the eggs from my backyard. Ooh. From chickens. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I was wondering if they just sprung out of the ground. Yeah. I was like, those are interesting. So you, you own chickens. We do. We live outside of the city slightly. Oh. So they're chickens? not illegal. We have like... Four adults, like eight teenagers, mm -hmm. and four tiny babies. Nice. How um, many cocks? We do. I do not like roosters. Oh. I've learned. Um, yeah, they're mean. From what I've gathered, <laughs> yeah. they're mean birds. Well, and they just wake you up, and they're always noisy. Oh, that's and, true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like them. And the, yeah, they are really mean to the hens. Yeah. So that, yeah. It, they are fun. loud. I remember when we lived in North Tulsa, one of the people across on like the other block had a rooster and it would crow every morning <laughs> and it was ugh. and sometimes they'll crow like at three in the morning yeah they don't know what time it is it's still dark outside what are you doing birds. <laughs> they're dumb can you believe dinosaurs used to be that i don't think Wait, yeah think they were that dumb they used to be because that. chickens have to have like like i don't even know if they have room for a brain no <laughs> their heads are so tiny yeah but dinosaurs their heads were pretty large so they had to have some type of brain in there right maybe i would imagine it's just uh chickens are dumb they, no they are yeah. they're so dumb that's why i'm like no i'm gonna eat chicken like when people are like you shouldn't i'm like mm, have you met a chicken like they're pretty stupid like like, I can understand the cow argument, but at the same time, like, too many cows is dangerous. Right. It's dangerous for the world. Not only can they, like, destroy the ozone, but they're big and they can, like, trample people. We'd have to introduce a new predator, and whatever can kill a cow can kill us. And I don't want to have to spend my life, like, looking over my shoulder. I already do that enough already. You know? You have thought about this cow predicament way more than I have. Uh, yeah. But my husband is so into farming and wanting to have a farm. And I am deathly 
afraid of us getting cows. I kind of like put my foot down. I'm like, maybe goats. The goats are the worst. <laughs> goats are my least favorite well, animal. Well, because if they step on my foot, I know I, I won't have to get surgery or something. Yeah, but goats can go everywhere <laughs> and they eat everything. But when they're babies, they're adorable. Yeah, and then they grow up and their souls disappear. <laughs> I absolutely hate goats. Like They are in my top three least favorite animals. <laughs> I just think they look cute, and I bet living with them would be totally different. My aunt had a goat when I was a kid. Fuck that goat. <laughs> That's the goat that ruined it for me forever. Like I won't even go into fucking petting zoos. I'm like, no, there's a goat in there. I'm, I just ugh, can't deal with it. If I'm racist towards anything, it's, it's goats. goats. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think um, I think I'm leaving now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you goat advocate you? <laughs> I will win the uh, contest for the shortest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know what the record is uh, for shortest. Podcast. Okay, but I'm gonna get it. I'm totally gonna get it. That's my goal. <laughs> okay. Right. We'll see if it, we'll see how that goes. Uh, the, I think the record for longest goes to Terrell. I think he talked for about three hours forever it was just too <laughs> it was too long no it was fun though so let's let's not go for that record. okay okay <laughs> so if i'm gonna beat a record it's gonna have to be the shortest yeah i don't know who has the shortest i haven't really checked i should get them a prize <laughs> unless it's you and then you can get a prize. okay i, I want one of them pops pop you want one of vinyl pops? pop i will give you no, just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, drinking a Coke, I'm all burpy. Um, all right, well, you know, uh, I told you before the show started that I'm just changing everything up. To everybody listening who's like, where are the current events? Fuck it, we're not going to talk about it. I just don't want to talk about things anymore. Everything's sad. Notre Dame burnt down the other yeah. day. That was rough. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. I was there before. Have you really? ever been? No, that's okay. one of, like, I'm not a religious person. I despise oh, religion. No. It's... But I love church <laughs> architecture. And oh, they're gorgeous. That was one of my dream churches. I cannot recall because uh, when you go to Paris, all you're doing is like touring churches. Yeah. So I can't remember if I looked inside, but I do remember Quasimodo was outside of it. That's I was going to say, like, <laughs> is he OK? Did he make it out? I no think one he said anything. I think he's probably better now. I think it probably helped his uh, deformities. <laughs> yeah, he lost a lot of weight through all that flame. Um, but I feel like I took, I don't know if I took a picture with him or um, he wanted to take a picture or something like that. They're yeah. like street performers and yeah. stuff. That Quite a while cool, ago. <laughs> I mean, it's sad that that church burnt down. I was very upset. It's weird. Well, I'm glad we're not doing current events. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're just changing up the whole program. Because like, you know, I don't know. I I think about this show on the reg and like what I'm going to do. And I'm always just kind of like, why not just keep innovating? Why not keep changing? Why not do something different all the time? Who knows? Maybe next week I'll do the whole show British. I don't know. Well, I think that makes for a good show is when you're always trying to make it better. Right. I don't know how to make this one better, but we'll try. (laughs) I won't. So (laughs) I'm glad you will. (laughs) This show is just very much. uh, All right. Well. So, comedy. Yes. What got you into it? Okay. Um, I guess that depends on what your definition of comedy is. <laughs> I need to know yours. Okay. Okay. Because in a way, I feel like I've been doing this since I started improv. Mm-hmm. 
And I know there might be people out there who are like, eh, improv doesn't count. But I have heard other comedians who said that improv is one of the four pillars of comedy. Yeah. Um, Stand up, obviously being one, improv, sketch, and alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm struggling with the alcoholism, but I've got the other three. I'm working okay. on those. Um, but so like if you consider improv, what got me into improv would be um, just a theater background. Yeah. And a very busy schedule. <laughs> yeah. And if you've never done a play or a musical. I've done a play. Okay, great. So you know you're putting a lot of time. Yeah. In those rehearsals. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to perform it one weekend if you're not like in a big touring production or yeah. something. That's, so that <laughs> was one of my favorite parts of like do, being in plays was like you put, you know, eight to 12 weeks of all this work <laughs> into this show for three good nights. And then, and then, <laughs> and it's, then it's over. It's done. And then oftentimes they don't record it. Yeah. And it's just, it's poof, there. It's yeah. gone. And, one thing you can't get back in your life is time. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, I can't make up that time. So I started uh, doing improv. I started my group called Crayons Improv. Yeah, I had that written down. And I, um, I was like, hey, you know, I get this feeling of performance mm -hmm. and the, it's not the rigorous rehearsal. Also, we can just perform and perform and perform and perform and we don't need costumes and props and sets and it's yeah. just uh, a lot more freeing um and doing that for a long time and just having lots of friends coming through my improv group and then going on and doing stand-up um i think it was always at the back of my mind like i should try that yeah that might be something that i would be good at um so i <laughs> <laughs> It, this is a true story. I like two. Well, I hope so. <laughs> two It'd summers be weird ago, if you told me one that wasn't. <laughs> You'd be like, "Here's a lie I want to tell you." Okay, <laughs> let me see if you're gullible. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but for real, I have this crazy health history, and uh, because of that, it kind of like pushes me. Like, you don't regret anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Two summers ago, I literally thought I had a brain tumor. Yeah. I was, I couldn't, like, my brain couldn't tell my feet to walk. It was this weird, like, disconnect. Yeah. And I couldn't speak correctly. And, like, my doctor was like, okay, let's do an MRI. We've got to look in your brain. And yeah. those things don't happen, like, immediately. Yeah. So I had all this time to reflect, like, this is it. Yeah. I'm 35. Which is older than I thought I'd be because I thought I was going <laughs> to die when I was 21 when I had fucking cancer. Yeah. <laughs> God, you've just been through it all, haven't you? <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, you know, 14 more years is great when. Yeah. No, unfortunately, um, <laughs> you're going to live to an old age. That's that's the but thing. But then I was like, crap. You know, I kept thinking, you know, maybe I'll do more. Like I had done theater. I'd done film. I've done commercial. I've done improv, lots of improv. But I never sat down and wrote a set. Yeah. So I started writing sets way before doing an open mic. Mm -hmm. You know, just like ripping them up. And <laughs> yeah. Fucking throwing them away, like, never lighting them mind. on fire. <laughs> I'll just get a brain tumor and die. I didn't have a brain tumor. I just like to point out that, like, I wasn't crazy. Like, things were happening yeah. that happen when you have a brain tumor. It just, it was epilepsy. 
Oh. So okay. I was um, like, well, are you going to tell me? <laughs> yeah. I, sorry. I got <laughs> no, off on good, a tangent. So it was epilepsy. Epilepsy. I um, just had a different presentation because a lot yeah. of people will fall and like um, when they have a seat, like when they have a seizure, they'll like, well, seize yeah. and shake. Yeah. And I don't do that. Yeah. But you can still have a seizure and it's just like in your brain. Isn't that weird? Isn't that bizarre? So so I was like, oh, this is not good. But I spent six months. I couldn't drive. Yeah. So I just kind of stayed home. Um, That was right when the comedy parlor closed. Okay. That's when that happened. Like, I couldn't go to that because I just, it's hard asking people like, hey, can you give me a ride? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Isn't, uh, I'm I'm still like on this whole like. The human body is garbage. Like, if you really think about it, we live in a garbage protection unit. Like, it's so bad. And, like, the littlest thing can just destroy ourselves. It's, yeah, it was just the, and it is so weird, too. I, I had one other incident, like, a year before this, where I was held in the hospital overnight because I had just collapsed. Yeah. And so they were like, we don't really know what's wrong, but maybe it's because you're breastfeeding. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I've breastfed before. And your I don't child's th- going to murder people. <laughs> I don't think you pass out from breastfeeding. Let me WebMD this. So <laughs> Let me do my own Google search. <laughs> so it took a year to figure out, like, I have apparently epilepsy. And so... Um, Basically, my brain has to be high all the time. Oh, nice. Because because it works too fast. Yeah. So well, genius. <laughs> I know. Everybody. It works so, so fast. I collapse <laughs> and I can't talk or works, walk. It works overtime. <laughs> when people say they use 10%, I'm using 12. <laughs> Anyways, went way into the like the medical stuff. It's it's a challenge. That is crazy. So you survived cancer. You're you know an epilepsy dealer with her (laughs) and you know all this crazy shit you've survived improv i know that's insane can't believe it i think that was Uh, the more successful thing yeah for real (laughs) more impressive (laughs) (laughs) no i've i don't know i've always i don't know i have a love hate thing with improv i don't know what it is i think it's just because i've seen a lot of bad improv in my day oh yeah there's a lot of bad improv out there and that and and unfortunately, there's a lot of bad stand-up, too. Yeah. If we were being honest, there's a lot of bad comedy, period. Oh, yeah. And so people I will go... I saw Motherfucker Jones last Wednesday. <laughs> oh, no. I watched his set. Oh, no. So, <laughs> I missed it, but oh, I know bad. what you're talking about. Oh, That's how bad it is. <laughs> that crusty the clown looking motherfucker. Like, oh, so bad. But I... And I think you're right. I think... You go see one improv show, one yeah. stand-up show, one sketch show, and it sucks. And then you're like, eh, comedy sucks, or yeah. stand-up sucks, or improv sucks. But really, it's just that one person that Yeah, sucks. it's just that, yeah. And people can't, they can't take yeah. that. Like, and sometimes that person, if it's stand-up, sometimes that person is actually going to go rehearse. And they're yeah. going to get better. So it's, it's one of those things like, <sighs> it's not a science it's an art or yeah. a craft so yeah. it's gonna keep you gotta keep working on it yeah work that craft y'all you do <laughs> i don't it's know where a, that, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where are that you having a seizure <laughs> <laughs> probably uh yeah no and like you know my dad did improv so 
It's like that's and one of the he things. has performed with our group. Yeah, he has performed at with least once, crayons. maybe twice. No, his group opened for our group. Yeah, and then he performed with our group. Yeah, so that's like one of the reasons why. Because like I've seen my dad's shows and they're funny. He's all right. <laughs> No, he's he's a funny dude, but I shall plead the fifth. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It's just been a long time, yeah, since I've seen him. But yeah, he um taking a drink there in the middle of a sentence. That's what you're supposed to do as a host. <laughs> Podcast is mostly visual, right? Yeah, right. These I'm are... so glad the cameras are rolling right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so you you started Crayons? Like that was I'm co-founder. Your co-founder? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was in 07. 07. Now did that start here in Tulsa? It did. Okay. And this is kind of interesting. It actually started as kind of like this church group. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the name like Crayons, I can imagine. <laughs> we were performing at like missions banquets and stuff. Yeah. And then <laughs> the best crowd for improv, honestly. <laughs> so we just started doing real clean shows because it was in church. And then um, the other co-founder who was a pastor, like his schedule got so crazy. He's like, just take it over and make this like a community thing. too much Jesus to spread. (laughs) And then it occurred to me, I was like, you know what? If I get people who don't go to my church and who like are actors and get them in the group, like maybe my group will be even better. So it kind of became this community thing. So we have monthly shows. Nice. And our actors are all from all over. Yeah. (laughs) And still going pretty strong. I think so. Yeah. That's cool. I'm trying to do more uh, classes with it. It's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Oh, like an and improv class? Yeah. Um, I just did a spring break camp. It's for nice. kids. Yeah. Like, I'm focusing on kids right now. We'll build up to it, you know. Yeah. And then... Um, How do you teach improv? Um, well, I... Okay, so just when... go. <laughs> okay, here you go. This is a free lesson. Um, whenever you you're doing your improv, <laughs> there's no script. Yeah. So uh, you, you need to focus on a few things. Like, obviously, we need to figure out who you are in the scene. Mm-hmm. So I created an acronym, CRAYONS, to remember um, all the major things in improv scenes. So C stands for your character, who you are. R stands for your relationship. That means how are you related to everybody? Like you could be mother, father, or you could just be like, that's my neighbor. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be blood relation. And then A is for active. Like you want to keep the scene moving. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a reason for the scene, um, that sort of thing. And then Y stands for yes and, which a lot of the new improvisers they're always like, yes, and it's kind of a, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> and that's a whole other like debatable improv situation, but I won't get into it. Is that the like say yes to everything thing? Yes. That's what I've always believed it should be, right? That's how it's, it, you know, but that's like when you're first learning. Okay. So like once you get to like your level, which I'm assuming, right. You can obviously do whatever. If, like somebody might be like, let's go do this one thing. And you're like in my character, my character would never do that. So you just need to be true to your character. <clears throat> so the UCB does. You, you if do then. like a Daniel day Lewis thing with your character like that. That's insane. <laughs> your brain does work really fast. <laughs> hey, that's why I'm on all these medications. Yeah. <laughs> and so the Y was yes. And, and then the O is objective. So mm-hmm. your character wants something out of that scene. So yeah. you have to kind of, 
explore that. Then N means let's keep the scenes in the present, the now. Yeah. N stands for now, and S stands for setting. So if you know where the scene is taking place, you can manipulate your environment and really use that in your scene. So okay. if you s- establish that, um, then it just makes it uh, the scene make more sense for the actors and the audience. Okay. That's just kind of like basic. That's improv 101. Well, that actually is a very good lesson. <laughs> I feel like I actually did learn a lot. I was like, this makes a lot of sense. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know crayons stood for that. So I was just kind of like. You know, we, we came up with the name and the acronym came later. It okay, was kind okay. of like the name was an improv suggestion. And so we've jumped off of that. Mm. Like when we first started, um, the co-founder, his name is Dan. He's awesome. He no longer up, lives Dan? in Oklahoma. But um, he's doing like crazy awesome music stuff. And um, so he was just like, we need a name. How about crayons? <laughs> so it's not that very yeah. interesting. But um, then from there, people would be like, why are you called crayons? So now people come to our shows and they color pictures. Yeah. We tell them what to color. And then we'll use them in our improv scenes. Oh, okay. That's so cool. we're really like trying to use that crayons name and go all for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, with a name like that, I feel like you got to. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, why didn't I? Why didn't? I think it is years ago. I think we only just started that like three years ago. Hey, but you know, you figured it out. You know, things take time to you know grow. Not everything's perfect at first. Uh, I think people really like it. Yeah, sounds like it. I mean, you've been doing it for you know thousands of years now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Since what 2007? Yeah, yeah, that's been. Yeah, that's July been will be our twelfth. Twelfth. Wow. Twelfth birthday. Nice. Do a birthday show. Doing a big, okay, cool, big birthday bash show. Yeah. Nice. So you do it once a month? Second Fridays, 7 o'clock at this church in Broken Arrow called Heritage United Methodist. That's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, to the listeners, go check that out if you're into improv. It's pretty cool. I might have to go check it out. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I can hook you up with some free tickets. Oh, shit. <laughs> Perks of being a host of a show right there. Uh, well, let's move on to a game. Okay. I'm not going to change this one up yet. The three questions game is still one of my favorite things. So this is where I ask you three questions. They're very simple questions. Uh, and you just answer them as honestly. Or if you want to lie, you can lie. I'm not going to Well, know. I've already given you my complete medical history. Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> It was interesting. So. <laughs> I did not know that about you, and that is insane. <laughs> so I feel like there's nothing you're going to ask that I won't want to answer, but I'm kind of scared. <laughs> no, you should be. These oh, questions no. These questions are deeply personal. Okay. No, oh, no. <laughs> so since we're talking about improv, <clears throat> okay. who would be your like favorite improviser? Um, I, I feel like Robin Williams did a lot of improv, mm. you know, um, think tina fey did it but um like if i told you who my favorite improviser who's you know improvising right now i don't think you would know anybody's name that's fine (laughs) we don't have to it's It's the question is for you okay (laughs) Okay. and this will give us a chance to go find this person (laughs) look this person up and then you're supporting and it's it's a growing thing it's cool okay so 
if you're ever in Chicago, go see Messing with a Friend. Um, this is Susan Messing. Uh-huh. She's my all-time favorite improviser. And she just, she does a two-person show in Chicago. I know she took a hiatus, so I don't know if it's happening right now. But um, it probably is. I think it is. Um, she, each, I think it's each week, she will get somebody else. Oh, and wow. it's just long form. Yeah. And so what she'll do is, I think she'll get one suggestion from the audience. And then they'll do a full show with several different scenes. And um, I've seen her several times. And I've taken, like, her workshops. And she's just awesome. Is uh, long, hor- long form improv harder to do? I, it depends on who you ask. And I think that might be a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I think there are, you know, there are parts of it that are easier, parts that are harder. I feel like you have to really pay attention and focus and listen more with long form just because there's just more information to take yeah. in. Um, but I, I, I think they both have their place. There's a lot of people in improv who just hate short form. Yeah. And um, like if you go to an, a comedy festival that has improv, it's usually just long form. Okay. You won't see, you won't see like a bunch of short form. That's yeah. not really something you want to do at a festival. I don't know why. Like it, it feels like I don't know. In like a festival setting, I feel like you would want to catch people's attention fast and hold their attention. And long form wouldn't seem <clears throat> the best option for that. But well, I mean, see, maybe that's just me. there's long form improv groups that really get into themes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I don't know if I saw this or if I'm just like creating this right now. I feel like there was like a Star Trek improv. Probably. Where they would get um, get a suggestion and then do like a 30-minute, almost like a stru- Star Trek episode improvised, huh. basically. Yeah. That sounds like something that would exist. Something new, not like something you've seen yeah. or, you know, or something similar to that. But they'll like wear costumes and do the whole thing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I've never done. Well, I've done um, a medical long form where we all had scrubs on and yeah, it was a little different. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know if I've ever seen long form. Imp- I, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a long form improv uh, show. So I'll have to maybe check that out. <laughs> see what it's all about. Hey, it is a pillar of comedy. I, it improv. is. Improv. Right up there with uh, alcoholism. <laughs> All right, next question. Okay, I'm ready. I can't. I can't read my writing. <laughs> okay, what is your favorite swear word? Oh my goodness, <sighs> there are so many. Right. To say, um, I. I do just like when nobody's around, shout fuck. It's really loud. And it just like all my stress is gone. Yeah. So I say that a lot. It's a great word. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) And the other day, I I didn't know this, but I was on speakerphone. (laughs) And I was just real loud. I was like, shit. Uh, Because my earbuds somehow got wrapped around my steering wheel. And so hmm. I couldn't drive. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it was the most bizarre thing. Um, but I didn't know. And I was also talking on the phone. I wasn't. I would. It's, yeah. 
probably not the best driver. <laughs> I was like, how did my earbuds land on my steering wheel? Anyway. Um, like Now I got to put my coffee down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's hard to choose only one, but I feel like we'll go with fuck. We'll fuck. go with fuck. I say it a lot. It's a great word. Was that the first one that popped into your head? I think it might have been, but then I was like, well, the last time I got caught real bad because I was on speakerphone and I think my brother was there. <laughs> yeah. Everybody curses. <laughs> it's fun. I like cursing. I enjoy it. My grandma always gives me shit about it. And I'm like, <laughs> what? she's like, you're so smart. Why do you have to curse? And I'm like, first off, calm down. And I'm like, second, it's just nice. Like if I stub my toe, I don't want to be like, oh, shoot i'm gonna yeah. be like fuck that hurt like that hurt so bad it's just a fun they're just fun to say they're fun words i don't i don't get it because a lot of people get real offended and i don't yeah by well curse words but i do believe there is an etiquette to cursing mm-hmm. and some people have it and some people don't uh like, you can place fuck anywhere in a sentence, and if you do it right, it can be perfect. You can really enhance the sentence. You can show the sentence a lot of, you know, power. But oh, there's, like, you know, people that'll just throw it in after every word, and it's like you're it really just... It loses it. Yeah, you're losing it, the power. Yeah. You know, that's... Like, I have a joke. You've heard that joke about where I talk about Taylor Swift, and I say yes. cunt seven times. But it's like, I splice the cunts out, you know? I, may, I You know, I don't put them all in one, you know, right after the other. That was smart. Yeah, because there's an etiquette to cursing. Okay. I believe in that. My stepmother taught me that. <laughs> Not like directly, but watching her, I learned that there is an etiquette to how you curse. Because <laughs> she's my favorite person who curses. I try not to, like, n- until I know yeah. somebody's not going to be super offended. Yeah. And of course, like, if you're at work or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm smart. <laughs> like, I don't curse at work. Uh, you know, I, you know, I know when it's, like I said, there's an etiquette. I know when there's it's appropriate. I know when it's not. Uh, like, I still try not to curse in front of my parents too much. But I also really curse in front of my parents a lot. <laughs> like, I try not to. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, I like, I just, this is how I talk. It's I cannot just... remember the last time that happened to me. But my mom was in the car with me once and I flipped off somebody because <laughs> <laughs> they were like driving horribly. Yeah. She just busted out laughing. Yeah, but. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny. It, it's always funny when someone swears. I laugh every time. It's so fun. And what is the last question? What is the last question? Okay. Your last question. What do you call a group of ferrets? That's a good question. Okay, so I recently learned just a bunch of like snake eggs are is called a clutch. And Gross. I love that. I love that name. You love that it's called a clutch. Just, I love the name of like it's a clutch of eggs, so I don't know. But ferrets are more rodent esque. Um, what's a bunch of mice called? Gross. Um Do you know you can train ferrets like dogs? Is it a family? Is it a family? It is not a family. Oh, okay. They're called. Do you I know? looked at the card. Do you know? Like do you, know? Yeah. you have the answer? I do. It's not it a clutch? Is, it is not a clutch. <laughs> a group of ferrets is called a business. Oh, well, there you go. Which is weirdly ironic. It's a stinky business. They yeah. smell horrible. Apparently, you can get the glands removed. Ew. Yeah. I don't know how like that all works, but 
Yeah, they smell like shit. No, I do not like the way they smell. A business of ferrets. A business of ferrets. So when you go to PetSmart or wherever and they have that little cage of ferrets, that little UFC dome, (laughs) you just be like, look at that business of ferrets over there. That's a nice business of ferrets. And everybody will be like, what the fuck is this crazy person saying? So with that, we're going to go to our break. All right. We'll be right back. I hope you enjoy whatever commercial I just made. Hey, everybody, this is really cool. Uh, It's me, your host, Zach Ammon. I got this really neat email the other day from some space aliens, and uh, I guess they're big fans of this show, so they sent me this commercial that they want to do, or they sent me a commercial that they made for the show specifically, so this is really cool, and uh, I hope you guys like it. I haven't listened to it yet because I want us all to be surprised. So without further ado, here is the commercial. So welcome back to the break, that long, luxurious break we just had. <laughs> I'm refreshed. Are you refreshed? I, I hope the mineral water was good. <laughs> uh, it's not every day you get a spa treatment and a podcast. It's I'm very just, nice. yes, living in luxury. You still have some cucumber on your face. <laughs> Uh, so I opened the second half of the show with joke of the week. Okay. And, uh, I usually ask for people to send jokes of the week, but you know, nobody sends them in. So I've been, I've written every joke of the week ever. So except a couple people have sent me some jokes. So, but I wrote this one and, uh, it's real stupid and it's real dumb, but we're going to do it just cause, uh, it's, you it's gotta have the, the joke it's of, the part week. of the show. So here's the joke of the week. A child shot himself in the stomach while playing with a gun. Damn, if only there had been a good guy with a gun to stop him. <laughs> oh, my <gosh. laughs> oh, my God. And that's your joke of the week. I forget that you're a mom. <laughs> it's okay. I do, too. <laughs> oh, well. I'm glad you laughed, because when I wrote that, I was like, this is going to go one of two ways. <laughs> I was like, it's either going to be complete silence, like every other joke I've written, <laughs> or I'll get a chuckle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Nicole. Yes. What is the last movie or show you watched? That is a good question. I think it was M. Night Shyamalan's third installment. Glass? Yeah. How was it? I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah? I, um, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. Well, thank you. But... I was like, after I watched it, I was like, nobody spoiled this for me. Um, I'm a huge M. Night Shyamalan fan. I am too. I need to watch, because I want to see Glass, because I love Unbreakable, but I never saw Split, and I need to see Split. Okay, yeah, you probably should, I guess. Um, I, you know, Unbreakable's been out for like 37 years. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) So I'd seen that so many times, and I'd only seen Split once, and I yeah. think it was like a year before I saw Glass, and I kind of wish I had done the whole like, I I had it planned, you know, I'm gonna kind yeah. watch both movies and then watch the third one, but you know, life. Yeah, if we were gonna do that uh, with all the uh, Marvel films leading up to oh Infinity my War, <laughs> and then we got to like Thor, <sighs> and we're like, no more. <laughs> yeah, we we. We did that in a whole weekend, but I think that was before, I feel like uh, the 
maybe the last two movies hadn't come out yet. Yeah. So, but we it was would, a lot. My it brother and I would do that. We'd pick a weekend and watch all the Lord of the Rings, like extended the whole versions. Weekend. Yeah. We just watched movies. Yeah. It's a fun way to spend a weekend. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited for Endgame. I hope yes. nobody spoils it. Uh, yeah, don't spoil this one, you guys. I saw the Russo brothers put something out today that were like, listen, like, don't. But don't you fuck know, this up. I know that, I know um, you don't want it spoiled, but I think, you know, the. The threat of it being spoiled is really getting people like, I'm going to see it opening night yeah. or opening weekend. Yeah. Or I think whatever. I'm seeing it opening weekend. <laughs> uh, That's better for ticket sales. It's it better is. for the franchise. As but. much as I despise Disney, man, they, oh, fuck, that's a franchise that I just got to, I am just behind it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just have, I've been with it since the fucking Iron Man and I'm not going to stop. <laughs> which, which is your favorite? Uh, like, uh. Like, is it Iron Man your favorite, or? Uh, I'm a big Spider-Man guy. Okay. Yeah, Spider-Man and the Hulk are, like, my two big... Like, my top three is probably, like, Spider-Man, Hulk, Wolverine. Like, I'm kind of in that field. I really like that Homecoming Homecoming movie. was good. I'm excited for the new one. Me too. Yeah. I'm really excited. I think my favorite... Um, I'll call it, like, series. I don't even know what to call it, but it's the Ant-Man series. Oh, Ant-Man's great. Yeah. I'm excited. He play, he's going to play a big role in this new one. Okay, good. Yeah, so I'm real I'm real excited. And then Game of Thrones started last week, or this past weekend, Sunday. You know, I'm not really huge into it, but yeah. I, you know, I've seen, I've seen it. I think part of the problem is like, you'll watch it and then you won't see it forever. <laughs> that, yeah. Or that's me. Yeah. And so then you're like, well, I kind of forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. I forgot. And so I don't think I saw the last season at all. We don't yeah. have uh, yeah. money <laughs> yeah. or like uh, friends to the world. who yeah. have HBO. So we do <laughs> real old fashioned and we go to the family video store. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and we'll get it on DVD. And I know when we can, we binge watch probably like the first three or four seasons. So I, I you know, I know what it is. Yeah. I get it. It was good though. It was a good episode. I liked it. For a, uh, it's just oh, it's gonna be weird. Six episodes and it's all over. That's what I heard. What yeah. were, were the other ones? Ten. Yeah, the other ones. Yeah. were Yeah. But these episodes, like I think the last like two or three episodes are gonna be like long. Double. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm just not like I'll finish shows on Netflix that I'm like, oh, I could I could just you know rewatch it, but I'm still so sad. Like I finished Ozarks the other day and I'm just bummed. I love that. Um. I don't think I've seen the last season that came out yet, though. Yeah, the I second season. I think I'm season. still, I'm still watching that one. Some other things popped up, but yeah, that's yeah. But I, you know, with them doing six uh, six episodes, and the this is a sixth season too, right? I think it's season eight. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm getting confused <laughs> with something else. Um, I I think there's probably some like wisdom to that because in the past. Let me tell you about history, Zach. <laughs> when Little. I was a child, <laughs> like TV had to have like 20, I don't know, 22, 23 episodes a season. Oh, yeah. And so it really like just kind of ruined um, the stories. And uh, so I think it's smart that they're like, okay, we know it's going to be six episodes because that's what this story needs. Yeah. So that's why I appreciate like a lot of the shows on Netflix, yes. are, like 10 episodes. And it's like, I think that's like a perfect amount. 
You know, mm-hmm. once you get to like, I mean, depending on the show, like, like the criminal cop shows, like you can go right forever on those because none of them are really linear most of the time. But like, like I, I started watching Cheers on Netflix and it's like Cheers has like 30 episodes a season. And I'm like, this is too much. Yes. It's like I can only <laughs> stare at Ted Danson for so long. He's a monster. Yeah. At least at that time, he looked like a monster. Yeah. He's gorgeous now. But at that time, he looked like a monster. <laughs> Just a big fuzzy Sasquatch man. <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't think he was that attractive either. But I do like Cheers. Weirdly enough, I think it's yeah. a fun show. I like it a lot. Yeah, and what was so cool about that one is the spinoff. Of Frasier. Frasier. Yeah. Like epic. Like it actually worked. Yeah, it's very it was, rare that that yeah. happens. Like uh, Better Call Saul, you know, is like a, the spinoff yeah. from Breaking Bad, and it's fantastic. It's doing I love great. It. Yeah. I'm hoping season four will land on Netflix this summer because I want to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I just finished, like, finally got all caught up with it. And I'm just like, oh, where's season four? Because, like, we don't get a new one until next year. There are moments where I'm like, which do I like better? Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul? Oh, yeah. And I just, but they're very, they're so different that I, I don't even know if you can actually compare the two like that. I'm always going to be one of those people that backs Breaking Bad as like the greatest <laughs> show ever made. I was just thinking like, I want to rewatch that whole I, series. We rewatched it uh, a couple, like last year, the year before, and it was still just like as intense. Like I, it's like, I know what's going to happen, but I'm still just like, yeah, beaten, <laughs> like sweaty. I'm like, why am I freaking out? I know what happens. <laughs> But yeah, I like Saul a lot too because it's like it's Saul's slower paced, but like the buildup is going to be so worth it. Yeah. Like, it's so good. But yeah, now they're doing a Breaking Bad movie apparently. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's going to be about Jesse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him in a, I feel like I've seen him in something recently. He's on a show. He does some show, I think. On the TV, yes. I think I've seen him on the, or in music the, the box. streaming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, what I'm hoping they do is it's like Jesse, like after everything's gone down, he's like, "Oh, I'm living a normal life, like yeah. trying not to like do anything crazy." And then he like has a run in with some druggies, yeah. And then they drop some blue <laughs> meth, and then he's like, "Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Where did this come yeah. from?" And then he goes and looks for the source. And hopefully they don't fucking botch the entire legend of Breaking Bad and bring back Walter White because that'll right. be so stupid. Right. But like, let it be a copycat. Like <laughs> um, when Roseanne came back and the dad was no longer dead or whatever. Yeah. It's like, just leave him dead. <laughs> like, that didn't make sense. Yeah. No, no. Stick of it with ever the does. canon, people. Yeah. Don't fuck it up like they did with Star Wars. <laughs> I, I will say the new Star Wars trailer was pretty cool. It actually, like, say what you will, those dudes know how to put together a trailer. Because the trailers are always better than the movies. Yeah, I'm, it's kind of frustrating because I really loved episode four, five, six, one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, and now what? What are we doing now? Yeah. I don't even know what we're... I, I'm lost. Yeah. I was like, episode seven is just a new hope, just with better graphics. And then Last Jedi was just a movie of nothing happening. I was just like, what? What's the What's the problem here? <laughs> I just... Uh, I can't get on board with them. There were some great moments in The Last Jedi. There were a lot of great moments, but 
just can't get on board with it. Well, there, it's just not memorable for me. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's just, they should have just left it alone. Yeah. And George Lucas, he tried. He yeah. tried. He was just like, we need, this is it. Yeah. This is the story. I feel like I read that somewhere or heard him say that. Or Maybe. But. Who knows? That guy's crazy too. Disney. Disney, man. Disney. They're going to run everything one day. It's <laughs> it's over. Like, we might as well just start back. Like, it would not surprise me if, like, uh, you know, in 2020, whenever we're running for presidential candidates or whatever, if at some rally they're like, we have a new candidate for you, and they drop a screen, and fucking Mickey Mouse is on screen, and he's like, I'm going to run for president. I don't do a Mickey Mouse. I'm going to run for president. <laughs> now I really want to hear you do I don't do a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> but like and the american public is so stupid that we'd be like yeah okay we'll vote for a mouse yeah he's cute he's disney i think we would we would i think we would and you are correct we would we would vote for a mouse we would vote for a cartoon mouse as a joke we would do it as a joke yeah (laughs) and then we would be bowing down to our disney overlords as soldiers march the streets with mickey mouse helmets like no i'm not about this life (laughs) Disney needs to relax. That being said, please don't come after me. <laughs> and uh, if you do, just be gentle. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I could get whacked by a goofy tomorrow. Got to look over my shoulder. You know, they're just an evil corporation. So while we're at it, got any plugs coming up? You got anything coming up? Um, when's this coming out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wow. Okay. So we're looking at. Okay. So I will be performing on the 18th in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma at the Broken Arrow Community Playhouse. Nice. Seven o'clock. It's a f- comedy night. All ages comedy. Um, it's a fundraiser for the Playhouse. Cool. And then the following Wednesday, I believe that is April 24th, I will be doing the First Shop Night Ooh. at 9 p.m. at the First Shop. Nice. The showcase. Yeah. I'm going to do stand-up comedy. Nice. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, one of the pillars. One of, of the comedy. pillars. Cool. I heard it in a podcast. Yeah. And then, and then uh, second Fridays, I'll be doing improv with Crayons Improv. Mm-hmm. And I think the rest are just private things that people don't just go to. <laughs> that? What kind of improv are you talking about? <laughs> School things, um, school events, and they need yeah. entertainment. And okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, nobody wants to go to that. <laughs> uh, cool. So go see Nicole at all those places that she mentioned. The first shop and the go see crayons and, you know, help the they on the 18th. You're doing the church, the or not church, community, but, playhouse, community playhouse, Broken Arrow Community Playhouse. Yeah. Go support that and give some money. Help them out. Yeah. You know, I am. Where am I? Friday. Friday. I'm at the Starlight. You can come check me out cool. there. I think the show starts at nine. I believe it's Sandra Slade and, oh, man, the other guy's name is escaping me. He's coming from Arkansas, though. Oh, I feel bad that I can't remember his name. Oh, Brandon. Is it Brandon? He's from Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm sure it's it. him. I, does he have a baby in his picture? I don't Never think mind. so. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. But oh, I feel bad that I can't remember Sorry. the guy's name. I'll make it up to him. Anyway. Uh but yeah, I'm there, and then you can always catch me uh, at the VFW Open Mic every Wednesday with my my boy, my co-host, Sean. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we kill it out there, apparently. And then uh, I'm, I'm on a show, I think, the last Thursday of the month 
it's uh it's an evan, evan hughes show cool so come check that out. i don't know the deets on that one once i do i'll put it out there <laughs> i don't know the deets yet just go somewhere yeah evan was like i'll Find have them. a poster eventually I'm like, okay man <laughs> sounds good uh but uh yeah so come uh, see us do comedy we're good at it well nicole's good at it <laughs> no, i did this for me not for you <laughs> i made a face and it wasn't about you it was about me <laughs> uh well nicole thank you for coming on okay well let's see did i get the shortest uh, i think i did you might actually have the shortest episode maybe i think it's gonna be 45 minutes I feel like someone has a 45-minute record, though. I want to say, I feel like I might have done it with Gary Thompson where it was like 45 minutes because I was just so damn tired when I did that episode <laughs> with him because I had to get up at 7.30 to go take uh, this comedian named Trix, real cool guy from Canada. He was the headliner at the bin, and I had to take him to the airport in Oklahoma City. Whoa. And he had to be there at 10. Oh, my gosh. So I had to wake up at 7.30 to be <laughs> at the condo by 8. <laughs> You're like, I got to go. And I went to bed at 3 that night. <laughs> and so I don't remember driving back. Like, <laughs> I blinked, left. and I was in Tulsa. I was like, wow, this is weird. So That happens. That, that turnpike. But uh, thank you for coming on. Yeah, you're I welcome. I really appreciate it. You know, Thanks I know it was very kind of last minute, but... Anytime. Uh, this was fun. Good. I, learned, I feel like I've learned a lot about it. <laughs> I really do. I, I feel very. All right, uh, come, uh, come do a show. Come improvise. <laughs> no, <laughs> not a chance. I'm a stand-up. That's that's all I do, and I'll do like sketches occasionally okay. since I write for talk show. But all right, well, you need to be a triple threat. I a guess comedic triple threat. Bud. I can play guitar. That'll be my third threat. <laughs> that'll be that'll be it. That's my most dangerous threat. <laughs> And oh, uh, yeah, talk show, talk show wink. Come see talk show oh, wink. Yeah. I think um, I think the next show is the twenty eighth. Uh, I think I believe it's the twenty eighth. If I'm wrong, I will correct that next time. But I believe it's the twenty eighth. And so come check that out. It'll be a lot of fun. We're gonna do a lot of goofy shit. It's a fun show. And uh, Nicole, thank you for coming. You're welcome. And we'll see you around. <laughs>